Happy New Year, and welcome to the Linked Up Church Podcast. We are passionate about connecting people to God, family, purpose, and community. Today, Minister Kimberly Savage comes with a powerful message entitled, Get Ready, Stay Ready. Let's hear what God has for us today. Well, it's a new year. You know, some people have said, new year, new me, and we have a whole lot of new year resolutions of commitments that we make because it sounds good or it feels good. We reflect and we think what we could have done, should have done, you know, woulda, coulda, shoulda, all of those things are in the mix. But I encourage us, let's look forward. When you look back, reflect, and then get your strategy for how you're going to move forward. How we're going to move forward. We can't change anything even from the last five minutes ago. If you should have lifted your hands and said, praise the Lord, I thank you, and you didn't do it, it was a missed opportunity. So you have to look forward to the next one. If it's a new season and different circumstances, we need wisdom. If it's the same season and same circumstance, we need wisdom. No matter what we do, we need wisdom. We need to know what to do, how to do, and when to get it done. And there is no better time to reflect upon the lessons of 2021 and determine our strategies for living victoriously in 2022. No better time. There is no better time. So I don't have one of those messages that may make you run and shout, but I do believe it is a word from God. And I just want to share with you a little bit, get ready, not get ready, get ready, get ready, but get ready and stay ready. That's the word, get ready and stay ready ready so many times we will start eating right we get ready to get our body into better health and then we fall off the wagon but in order to stay ready we have to make it a lifestyle we say we're going to change our finances we get out the budget some of you may have engaged in financial peace university we started then we stopped doing the homework we don't come to class and then we have other people who will stay the course because they want to stay ready in their pursuit of financial freedom. And in this time, we need to know that we have to stay ready. Yes, it's important to get ready, but if we don't habitually put things into practice, whatever we got ready for, we will lose it. And I'd like to share with you with our foundational scripture coming from Matthew chapter 25, verse 1, and I'll be sharing from the Amplified Version. This is a familiar passage to many of you, but let's just see what God wants to reveal to us today. Then the kingdom of heaven will be like Not one, but two, but ten virgins who took their lamps and went to meet the bridegroom. They were getting ready. Five of them were foolish, thoughtless, silly, and careless. And five were wise, farsighted, practical, and sensible. 
For when the foolish took their lamps, they did not take any extra oil with them. But the wise took flask of oil along with their lamps. The wise took flask along with their lamps. Now while the bridegroom was delayed, they all began to nod off and they fell asleep. But at midnight, there was a shout, look, the bridegroom is coming. Go out to meet him. Then all those virgins got up and put their own lamps in order, trimmed the wicks and added oil and lit them. But the foolish virgin said to the wise, give us some of your oil because our lamps are going out. But the wise replied, no, otherwise there will not be enough for us and for you too. Go instead to the dealers and buy oil for yourselves. But while they were going away to buy oil, the bridegroom came and those who were ready went in with him to the wedding feast and the door was shut and locked. Later the others also came and said, Lord, Lord, open the door for us. But he replied, I assure you and most solemnly say to you, I do not know you. We have no relationship. Mm. Therefore, be on the alert. Be prepared and stay ready. For you do not know the day nor the hour when the Son of Man will come. Get ready and stay ready. See, it's not enough to get ready. There were 10 virgins in this passage. Five were considered foolish and five were considered wise. What was the difference? They both got ready. They both got ready. They both had their lamps. They both had oil. They both got ready for the return of the bridegroom. It's almost like making a commitment to yourself. I'm going to do this thing. But notice that those foolish virgins who didn't have any extra oil with them, they were called thoughtless, silly, and careless. Why? Not because they didn't get ready, because they did not stay ready. It was thoughtless for you to say you're getting ready to get married and make no preparation. It is thoughtless for you to say you're getting your finances in order, but you won't sign up for financial peace. It is thoughtless and careless of you for God to give you an idea and you won't sign up for entrepreneurial boot camp. It is thoughtless and careless of you to sit in these seats and say you love God, but you won't serve in the church. We say we love God and we show our love for God through serving people. And there are some people who don't have that relationship as much as we do with God and they are new and developing. But we expect them to come into the building and get right into the mix and we've been sitting here for five years on the sidelines. How do we say that we are 
standing on the promises when we keep sitting on the premises. We gotta get ready and stay ready because there is a lost and dying world out there who needs to know Jesus. And for those of us who would be considered wise, See, I remember my grandmother, she used to sing that song. Keep oil in your vessel and your lamp trimmed and burning. You don't be ready when the bridegroom comes. It didn't make sense to me until I began to get into the word for myself. But what she was saying is when you have a relationship with God, you have to continue working on it. It's just not a one-time shot. Yes, God, I surrender my life to you. I love you and that's it. And I go back to living like you Never existed. I don't have any oil in my lamp. I'm not taking the time to keep it trimmed and burning by practicing those steps of faith. See, it's not just get ready, but this year we need to stay ready. It's time out for the body of Christ having vain and foolish arguments over stuff that doesn't matter. Whether you get a vaccine or you don't get a vaccine, at the end of the day, it is Jesus who is the healer. Whether it be cancer, diabetes, hypertension, or anything else, Jesus is the healer. There is one Lord, one faith, and one baptism. Let's keep the main thing the main thing. And at the end of the day, let's keep ourselves united. How good and pleasant is it for brethren to dwell together in unity? Because if we're going to defeat our common enemy, the devil, not each other, we have to operate in Unity, that means that we have to stay ready to be on the offense toward our opponents, not one another. Get ready and stay ready. Let's have a look again at verses three through five. It says, for when the foolish took their lamps, they did not take any extra oil with them, but the wise had the flask of oils with their lamps. And now while the bridegroom was delayed, they began to nod off and they fell asleep. Hmm, they nodded off, they fell asleep. Have you ever fallen asleep on your assignment? You started off with a Bible plan. You went about three days and then you left it. Got that gym membership and then you fell asleep. This is not to condemn you even for those of you who are online because think about this. There's no condemnation in this verse about them nodding off and falling asleep, but it was what they were able to do once they got back up. None of them were called out for falling asleep. The ones who were called out were the ones who did not have extra oil. So that means that after they got up from their slumber, what were they going to be ready to do? See, they got ready, but they didn't stay ready. What do you do when there's a delay 
between the promise and the manifestation. What do you do? Do you whine, complain, forget about what God told you? What do you do when there's a delay? Abraham and Sarah, they had to wait. Zechariah and Elizabeth, they had to wait. So what do you do when God says that it's coming and there's a delay? And you maybe feel like you're also in the fire. Are you going to be like the Hebrew boys who were thrown into the fiery furnace? And they said, my God is able to deliver us. But even if he doesn't, he is still God. That's how you stay ready. Because they're saying, I know he's God. He can deliver us. But if I perish, he is still God. But we have God tied in this box. Give me, give me, give me God. Fix it, God. Do it, God. That's what makes you God. What makes him God is that he is, and he is the creator of all things. He is the maker of us and not we ourselves. What makes him God is that he loved us with no strings attached. We could do nothing for him, but he said, I'm going to give you my everything so that we could be united with him. That's how much God loves us. So even when we fall down in our preparation of staying ready, God doesn't toss us to the side. He does not give up on us. So how do we give up on God? We have to stay ready. It's not just about getting ready. It's about staying ready. You know why you keep gas in your car? Because you wanted to always be ready to go. I mean, who drives on empty? And then you need a ride to the gas station with a can in your hand. Or maybe you have to get stuck on the side of the road and somebody has to bring you something. Look at all of the inconvenience. Those wise virgins, they had extra. Because what if he doesn't show up when I expect him to? He's never late. He is always on time. But his time is not like our time. God, I wanted it yesterday. No, I got to get some of that meanness out of your heart. I got to get you in a place of walking in forgiveness and love. I can't heap all of this on you because it would destroy you. I'm going to allow you to develop a little bit because right now you are immature. And the immature cannot handle heavy blessings because God wants your soul. He wants your soul. So it's not about all the stuff he can give to you because what if he heaped it all on you and it destroyed your life and here you are being a witness to somebody else who gets lost on the road. It's not about just getting ready. It's about staying ready. We have to be ready for his coming. Let's look at Matthew chapter 24, verses 42 through 46 in the Amplified. It says, so be alert, not sleepy. Give strict attention. 
Be cautious and active in faith. I'm going to pause right there. Says be alert. Give strict attention, cautious and active in faith. Some of us give more attention to the television and there's nothing wrong with that. But when we get the word out, we get sleepy. We get the itis. But it said be alert and give strict attention, be cautious and active in faith. So sometimes you got to get up out of the bed to get your prayer on. If you're going to be active. I mean, you think about it, you send your kids to school and we know in the midst of this pandemic, some are still doing Zoom and we have all these things, but you want to jack up your children when they're not paying attention. Boy, pay attention to the camera. Hold your head up. Sit up straight. We do all this to our children. But then what are we going to tell ourselves when we're looking at that word? Sit up straight, pay attention. It says, for you do not know which day, whether near or far, the Lord is coming. We don't know. We don't know when God is coming. But the word says that we are to be ready. And when we stay ready, those persons who are on the wayside, they're having problems. They don't believe in God because of all of the things that have happened to them, whatever hurt they have experienced, the way we live our lives. We are lamps unto them. Amen. But understand this, verse 43. But understand this. If the head of the household had known what time of night the thief was coming, he would have been on alert and would not have allowed his house to be broken into. Did you hear what the word said? If the head of the household knew somebody was coming to rob him, he would have been on alert. Verse 44, therefore you, those of you online, those of you who call yourself Christians, believers, disciples, you who follow me must also be what? Ready. Be ready because the son of man is coming at an hour when you do not expect him. He's coming sooner than we think. We got to stay ready. And it asks the question, who then is the faithful and wise? servant whom his master has put in charge of his household to give the others in the house their food and supplies at the proper time who then is wise see you have been left in charge you've been left in charge to provide food to your household your household if we're all part of the body of Christ it's not just about me, my four, and no more. How do I take this living word that's inside of me as we connect people to God and family and purpose and community? What is it in my overflow that I can pour out to others so that they have food and supplies at the proper time? It's not just physical, but it is also spiritual. And it says, blessed is that faithful servant that when his master returns, he finds him doing so. Yeah. Blessed is the faithful servant. 
so that when the master comes back, he finds you busy in the work. He finds you, me, us, staying ready for his return. God never wants us to be caught off guard. He wants us to be ready for the return of Christ, but he also wants us to be ready to deal with any situation that life presents. We don't start building our house in the midst of a storm. I don't know how many of you heard the rumbling thunder. You know, it was like boom, boom, even overnight. I felt like it shook the house. Now, how many of you are going to go outside and start cutting grass or sawing things in the middle of that? I know that sounds funny, right? But sometimes that's how we live our life. We don't pick up the word. We don't want to hear it. We don't have, want to have anything to do with it. I heard it over here until, until something happens. Then fix it, Jesus, fix it. Until, until, that's when we want to have something to do with it. But it says blessed. It's a man who is faithful, who stays ready. I just want you to think about your life. I've, I've, I've thought about my life and some things where I've missed it and got off track. And I just have to tell you, I did. I had to go back to God and say, I mean, this started with me. I repent. There are some things I have to get together to let God know my heart that I really want to be in a perpetual state of being ready for his return. I mean, if we could see the situations we would be faced with. You know, it's often been said, either you're in a storm, got out of a storm, or going in a storm. That's the state of your life. But how many of us would do things differently if we knew the storm was coming? How many of you raise your hands if you would do some things differently? Everybody saying, oh yeah, oh yeah. But let me tell you something, it is coming. You already know. You just got out of one. You're in the middle of one, or you're getting ready to go in one. Those are your three options. There's no way around it. Just because we love the Lord doesn't mean everything for us is always going to be easy. We have to stay ready. But if we know the storm is coming, then why won't we do what it takes to make sure that we're ready? Why won't we? Why won't we? Why do we wait until we get the doctor's report before we start confessing healing over ourselves and just eating the word of God regarding those passages? Why does somebody have to tell us that we have diabetes before we decide that we're going to clean up our diet? And I'm not trying to beat up on anybody, but what I am saying Healing, that is Jesus' responsibility, but good health, that is ours. What choices do we have to make? Why do we keep running to the mall, spending up all of our money when we know we're already behind on some things? We just borrowed $10 from Joe last week. So why do we need to go to the store and eat out this week? I'm just saying, 
We're saying, help me, God, do something, fix it, make all this stuff happen. But when he gives us the resources, what are we doing with it? Are we wise or are we foolish? Because the point is, stay ready. Because when God blesses us, it's not just about us. He wants us to be a conduit through which his blessings can flow. Don't you just love when you go to church and you're talking to somebody and they say, well, Pastor Gregory said, Pastor Trish said, Minister Johnny said, Minister Diane said, Minister Russell said, but what are you going to say? What are you going to say? Each person on the planet must have a relationship with God. Each person on the planet must have a relationship with God. Let's go back to this passage with these wise and foolish virgins. Verse six, but at midnight there was a shout, look, the bridegroom is coming, go out to meet him. Then all the virgins got up and put their own lamps, not Pastor Gregory's, not Minister Kimberly's, but put their own lamps in order. Trimmed the wigs and added oil and lit them. See, each of them got their own lamps ready. But the foolish virgin said to the wise, give us some of your oil because our lamps are going out. No one can be ready for you. No one. I don't care how much they love you, parents, you love your children, but train them up in the way they should go. And when they are old, they will not depart. They may stray, but they can't stay. It says they will not depart. Everyone tries to push that edge of the envelope. We even do it with God. You know, we've been there those times. How much can I get away without really being disobedient? But a little disobedience is total disobedience. And we want to give God a sacrifice when he asks us for obedience. But obedience is better than sacrifice, and we can't sacrifice that which he asked us to obey. If he said, do it, just do it. Don't give him all of the reasons why you can't. No one can be ready for you. Online audience, you have to choose Jesus for yourself. You have to choose him. It doesn't matter what somebody else says to you about him. You have to make the choice. Nobody can invite God into your heart except you. So when it says that they each got their own lamps ready, they each trimmed them. That was something that they had to do, something that they had to work out. Romans chapter 14, verse 12 says, each and every one of us will give an account of ourselves to God. All of the virgins heard the shout that the bridegroom is coming. Get ready to meet him. All of them got up and they began to tend to their lamps. A lamp is trimmed when the wick is either turned up or down to regulate the amount of flame. If a lamp is empty of oil, it does not matter how much you trim it. 
the lamp will go out when the oil is consumed. Did you hear what I said? You can turn it up, turn the wick down, but if there is no oil, the lamp will go out. The light will go out. If you keep waking up every day and not spending any time in the word, not working on your relationship with the Lord, you're going to run into a wall and it's going to feel like your lamp is out. And I'm not trying to have a message of fear and doom, but what I am saying is we're living in perilous times. And we are living in the last of the last of the last days. We don't know when Jesus will return, but we can't keep playing around with this thing. We can't keep telling ourselves we have more time, we have more time. I don't care who said what, and people can prophesy all they want to about when he is coming, but the word has already given you the answer. If they are on the planet, the word said, no man knows the hour. And no man means no man. That's what it means. No man knows the hour when he's going to appear. But we have to be ready. And that means that we have to stay ready. God loves us. But these foolish virgins, notice what they did because they didn't prepare. They said, hey, give us some of your oil. Just a little bit. You don't need all of that. It's going to be okay. Now notice that those five wise virgins, they prepared for a delay between the promise and the manifestation. But the foolish, they just lived their life like nothing was going to happen. And then they said, give us some of your oil. We just need just a little bit or you'll be all right. Have you ever had somebody who wanted you to give them your last and they told you you would be okay? I'm just saying. That was like, well, you got such a, I mean, they're in your pocket telling you what you have and how you can give it to them and still be okay. I heard about somebody who got robbed and they said, um, the robber told the person, you'll be okay. I'm taking your stuff, but you'll be okay. But the wise replied, no, otherwise there will not be enough for us and for you too. Go instead to the dealers and buy oil for yourselves. But while they were going away to buy the oil, the bridegroom came and those who were ready went in. What's the point? We need to run to God before we run to people. We need to run to God before we run to people. Yes, your pastors love you. Yes, the ministerial staff, they love you. But can I tell you this? You can lay hands on yourself. It said, and the believer shall lay hands on the sick and they shall recover. You have a hotline. 911, that is vertical because of your relationship with the Father. And Jesus is sitting on the throne of intercession for you. Am I saying don't call your church? No, I am not but I don't want you to fall apart 
If you don't get an answer, if you don't get a phone call return when you thought you should have, because at the end of the day, everybody has to stay ready. And when you hit that wall, you need to know that you got enough Jesus in you through the Holy Spirit working his power to sustain you. You shall not fall apart. You shall not quit. You shall not give up. You shall stay ready. Because of what's in you. Because of what's in you. If I'm eating the word and cultivating my relationship, I may get not. I may weave, but I shouldn't fall down. And if I do, get back up again. Get back up again. Get back up again. Because people aren't our source. God is. We can't live our life based on another man's revelation. Because we don't know what they went through to get it. And it is only God who knows all the details. You might be looking at my life and say, oh, that's how God worked it out for her. That's how God worked it out for Minister Mary. Oh, he's going to do it the same way. Do you see all these different flowers and animals and look at all of the skin tones and shapes in this place of our bodies and all of this? If God put that much detail into creating us, then why does he have to have a copycat, copycat plan of how your life works out? He doesn't need to operate like that. The Holy Spirit knows how to guide us through any situation, but we have to tap into him. See, when you think about that oil, oil represented the manifestation or the overflow of the Holy Spirit. It was a metaphor for the Holy Spirit. No man is an island, but you need to put in the work for a relationship with God. And when I say work, okay, Jesus, I accepted you, but now what? When you have friends, you spend time with them, you talk to them, you hang out with them, you find things that you all have in common. So why you just leave God on the shelf? Because we may think it was selfish of those virgins to not share their oil. Because they said, no, you go get it for yourself. But was it selfish? We could look, well, if you had enough for everybody, then we'd all be okay. But notice every man has to give an account to for himself, to God. And can't nobody give you the Holy Spirit. They can offer him, show you how to receive, but nobody can give him to you. That comes through the person. That comes through you making a decision of accepting Jesus. John says the Holy Spirit doesn't speak on his own, that he will teach us all things and bring us into remembrance of all things that God said to us. That's what the Holy Spirit will do. But that means that we have to spend time with him Amen. to hear what he is saying. Could it be that the foolish virgins are like those people or like Christians who are still living like the world? Because while we're calling these virgins foolish, we know that they're Christians because they had lamps with oil. 
and the oil is representative of Holy Spirit. I'm not going to ask you to raise your hands if you're foolish, but if you find yourself in this today, then you need to begin to ask God, what do I need to do to be wise? What do I need to do to stay ready? Because could it be that missing out on the wedding supper actually means that they're missing out on the fullness of the anointing presence of Jesus Christ, the anointed one and his anointing, the Holy Spirit. See, everyone can give you an opinion, but everyone can't give you godly counsel. But Holy Spirit can, always, always. There is one who will give you a word that will always be in line with the will of God, and that is Holy Spirit. The word of God tells us in 2 Timothy to be instant in and out of season when we're preaching the word. 1 Peter chapter 3, verse 15 tells us, sanctify the Lord in your hearts, but always be ready to give defense to everyone who asks you for the hope that is within you. So what do you do when you don't get what you need from people? Do you get upset? What do you do? In this season, we have to look to God. Every person has to be ready. We need Holy Spirit, and we need the word of God. And if we're going to be able to give a defense to everybody, why are you so hopeful? Don't you see what they're saying? This is going up. The numbers are this high over here. Inflation is so high over here. There's a food shortage. There's this going on. And if you talk to people long enough, they will fill you with so much negativity that you're wondering if you still want to breathe. Shut the noise. Stay ready. You need the word of God and Holy Spirit more than you need the news and the popular opinion of man. It says to stay ready. Have all in your vessel. Your vessel. You are the vessel and have the all of the Holy Spirit inside of you and your lamp trimmed and burning. How do you trim your lamp? Through getting in the word of God, through spending time with the word daily. I don't know what's in store for 2022. You know, I don't have one of those slogans. Oh, God's going to do it and he's going to turn it around and this is going to be over and that is going to be over. Woo! Thank you, Lord. But what I am telling you, I do know the one and I'm pointing you to the one who knows the future. He holds it in his hand and he is the Lord God who loves you. The word says that your word is a lamp to my feet and a light unto my path. No matter what we're dealing with, there is an answer in the word of God. There is an answer, and it is imperative that we stay in the word on a consistent basis. Amen. We got to stay in the word on a consistent basis. Get ready and stay ready. How will this year be different for you if you're not willing to do something that you haven't done? Will you be wise or will you be foolish? It's not enough to get ready, but we must stay ready. 
because Jesus is going to return whatever this year has in store for us there is no better time for you to have your lamp trimmed and burning so that you can be ready when the bridegroom comes that is Jesus should he return or any other situation that you're faced with and even as we prepare ourselves to go through this 21 days of prayer and fasting I encourage you to go dig all in be committed to it don't be like the foolish virgins yeah I signed up oh I looked at one or two of them I'm talking about of the devotionals you can't find your book or you had to stand beside Minister Johnny and send him an email to make sure he knew you signed up. But at the end of the day, he's not your savior. He can pray for you. But where we are in the times that we're in, get ready and stay ready. We need more of the things of God, the word of God. We need him like we have never needed him before whatever things that you need to clean and clutter out of your life that you've been giving too much attention to turn it over even as we go through the 21 days of prayer and fasting turn it over and give it to God God I'm going to cut off the TV I'm going to get off social media some whatever he tells you to do that's what you need to do don't base it on well so and so said they're going to do this get with God and find out what he needs you to do if you want to get ready, if you want to stay ready, you cannot do it in absence of God. You cannot do it in absence of God. And I'm talking to those of you who tune into this message online. I'm talking to everybody in this sanctuary. If you do not have a personal relationship with God, now is the time. As much as I say get ready, as much as I stay ready, there is no way that you can get ready. There is no way that you can stay ready without making a decision to accept Jesus. Praise God. I trust that this message has touched your heart today. Listen, we don't claim to have all the answers, but we do know one answer, and his name is Jesus Christ. So if you don't have a personal relationship with him today, we want to invite you to do so. Or maybe you had one with him, but you've just gotten away and you're desiring to come back to Christ today. I want to lead you in a simple prayer today. If you would, repeat this after me. Put your hand over your heart and say these words. Say, Dear Heavenly Father, I believe that Jesus Christ is the Son of God. I believe that he died, rose from the grave, and he is alive right now. Lord Jesus, come into my heart and save me now. As a result of what I've confessed with my mouth and what I believe in my heart, I am right now born again and in right standing with God. In Jesus' name, praise God. We are so excited for you. We believe that today is the first day of the rest of your life. Congratulations, we are so excited that you made the decision to get connected to God. Thank you for listening today. If this message encouraged or inspired you in any way, please subscribe to us on your favorite podcast app and leave a review too. 
For past messages, updates, and more, please visit linkedupchurch.com or download the Linked Up Church app. You can also watch live services, watch past messages, and see our dynamic content for children, youth, and teens on our Facebook and YouTube pages. Follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Linked Up Church. And if you would like to support more of what we're doing, you can give online at linkedupchurch.com or text Get Connected to 833-988-2009. Thanks again for listening. Have an amazing week, and we look forward to connecting with you.